This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Congratulate me, guys. Uh, Why? Yeah. Yesterday, I made chicken for dinner. <gasps> I cooked. Like chicken, like the way you get it in the meat it, section of the grocery store. Did you Is film your... your first section of TED Talks cooking for one? <laughs> no, I, that made me very upset. I did also make it just for one person, which was me, and a little bit for my cat, uh-huh. because that's how it goes. How'd you make it? I cut it into little pieces, which was gross. I hate cutting meat. Oh, God, yeah, I'm with you. Especially Ew. chicken. Ugh. All that stuff that's going on on the side of it. If you want to make cutting chicken better, because it's so gross, make sure it's slightly frozen. It's much easier to, that to, makes sense. to cut the chicken. Yeah. I made fajitas. Ooh, yummy. Oh, yeah. So dang. I just followed some instructions. My thing was, I didn't know how long... You have to cook chicken for it to be done. Yeah. Right. Oh, is that a sure. thing? When you, they're sliced thinly like you have, just maybe a minute or two, as soon as it turns on pink, you're done. Oh, Stacy and I are giving you weird looks right pink? now. Pink? Yeah. No, no, no. Once the pink is done, as soon as the pink is done, you get it off so there. So just all white. Barely. Yeah, I still... I. I am so scared that it's going to be raw yes. in a tiny bit that yes. I will make it... I will make it dry and disgusting. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Have you never had juicy, delicious chicken, either of you? Yeah, and I haven't cooked it. She's right. Well, I'll right. do, do, do teach you, too, how to cook some chicken. Mm. Okay. But I promise you it's juicy. <laughs> so how long do you cook your chicken for? Oh. And, again, these are kind of, like, basically little fajita strips. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. That's how I usually cut my chicken. And literally maybe a minute, 90 seconds Flip it over, put a lid on for maybe 10 more seconds, and you're done. As soon as that juice is clear and that pink is gone, you cut in that thin strip and it's white all the way through and there's no opulescence, you're done. Stace? Well, yeah, but you have to cut inside to me. I just, I'm sure that you're doing it right because you're still alive and you're not sick. Mm-hmm. But how God, long, that does not seem like long enough. How long do you cook it for? I don't cook. <laughs> I don't cook at all. I figured you, with your health kick, you would be cooking more at home. AZ um, loves to cook. Oh, oh that's nice. See? Oh, I'll take it back. I cooked last night. I actually cooked chicken, and, but it was in the Instant Pot. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was- Get you one of those. You just throw it in and then let it go, and it doesn't Seriously, matter? Seriously, I put it in. It was, it was done in, t- like, 10, 15 minutes. Wow, that's- I'm worried. It was actually I'm done, worried. though. I'm, I'm worried <laughs> about undercooking chicken and eating it. And again, oh. unlike- steak where you can just cut it and you see what's going on the white and the pink that's all like to me almost the same color so i left the, the little fajita pieces in for 45 minutes oh my. jordan silver and friends six to nine on 96.5 the buzz almost had to breathe into my jacket while i was outside just to be able to breathe because it was so cold it is chilly out there it says weather channel says uh 14 degrees feels like two uh i yep it's about right and that's snow is going to start as of right now, Friday at 2 a.m. Oof. Perfect time. Perfect time for it just to be <laughs> bad enough for us, at least Chris and I, to get in the car and come here. Hmm. Stop laughing. It's going to suck so bad for you guys. <laughs>
Uh, oh, yeah, Stacey. it's cold. Yeah. So cold. It's so cold <laughs> out there that lawyers have to put their hands in their own pockets. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? What was that? I'm entertaining you is what I'm doing. Hold on. If you're going to do that, then I got to do this. Give me three seconds. You know I come prepared. Yeah. Wait, with cold jokes? Of course. All right. Here we go. All right. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Okay. It's so cold, you have to open the fridge to heat the house. <laughs> no! What? That's a good one. Okay. It's so cold, your false teeth chatter and they're still in the glass. <laughs> it is so cold that the police tell a robber to freeze and he does. It is so freaking cold outside, people look forward to getting a fever. <laughs> Literally just randomly hitting yes or no. On <laughs> if they're making you laugh, Buzz fam, that's what matters. It's oh, so cold outside that even Elsa is bothered by it. <laughs> you guys, you know it's really cold when Richard Simmons is wearing shorts that come nearly to the half-thigh region. Who? Richard Simmons. Who? The The workout guy from the 80s sweating with the 80s. Because <laughs> he always that's an out, I know. That's an outdated joke. I think a 22-year-old knows. Keep going, Stace. My little comedian. It's so cold outside that the ice cubes in my drink have goosebumps. All right. It's literally what it, it sounds, what it feels like to be on stage doing God, stand-up. this is awful. Oh, how many more? I have two more. All right, all right, all right. All right. It's so cold. Because it is. It's freezing. It's 14 degrees outside. Feels like two, and it's just going to get worse. Stace? It's so cold outside. I saw an Amish guy buying an electric blanket. <laughs> Are there Amish people in this part of the oh, yeah. United States? Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You go northern a little bit and probably a little west and south and east. There's all over. <laughs> So if you go with everywhere except for, yes, all right. <laughs> all right, you guys, seriously, though, it is so cold outside that while walking into this building, I farted snowflakes. <laughs> Music, world, local, and unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history because we're all a bunch of nerds and bringing you on This Day in History. Jordan Silver and Friends. 100 years ago in Kansas City, it is the last day that alcohol is legal in the United States. Oh. At midnight 100 years ago, prohibition starts. Mm. And so locally, police officers are disposing of the city's liquor in a place that, when I read the news story, you're going to be like, they would never let us do that. Today, I can't believe that they just nonchalantly disposed of the liquor in Kansas City this way. But we'll get that. We'll get up to that coming up with uh, on this day in history. Hundred years ago, Kansas City front page of the Kansas City Star. But Chris, take us down this road. On this day in music history in 2019, Soundgarden plays their first show since Chris Cornell died. Did you see that they were in the news yesterday because they did not make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? What? Yeah, yeah. They were not, they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Whitney Houston made it in, Nine Inch Nails made it in, but they were definitely... Nine Inch Nails made it in. Nine Inch Nails made it in before Soundgarden. They got uh, (laughs) snubbed. And so the voting 
for getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is this group of a thousand artists, historians, and members of the music industry. So that's who did not vote. Garbage people. Soundgarden for crying out loud. Ugh. On this day in music history in 2015, that dude from the Puddle of Mud band is arrested at the Denver airport after he rides the baggage carousel into a restricted area. <laughs> Anybody always wanted to do that? Oh, of course. But he got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it was actually a fan that bailed him out. Oh, yeah. I read that. On this day I... in music history in 2008, Radiohead was forced to move to a club after over 1,500 fans showed up. And here's what he said at the end of it. Take it easy, guys. What? Here's what he said after he was done with that little concert. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy, guys. So it was a free show, and so many people showed up for it that they had to move it from this tiny little place into a venue, and that's just that's how he says goodbye. Mm-hmm. Take it easy, guys. Will that be our out now? Yes. Okay. I kind of like that. On this day back in 2001, President Clinton gives President Theo Roosevelt the Medal of Honor. The second Medal of Honor I award today is for the bravery of Lieutenant Colonel Theodore Roosevelt. He led his volunteer troops, the Rough Riders, in taking San Juan Hill. Do they have a Ouija board out during that when you watch the video? No. Because the Spanish-American War was in 18... 98 and president clinton gives him a medal of honor in 2001 he has long passed wow. he, he posthumously gave the award posthumously yes so what so what <laughs> don't give me anything when i'm dead what, what are you gonna do like dig up the grave and put it on him oh that'd be cool Ugh. i've dug up a few bodies that is our our man that used to work at a funeral home. Chris, keep going. What's on going this on? day in 1985, Playboy is no longer going to staple the center of the centerfolds to the thing so you get ripped out stomachs. This is yeah. fascinating. Yeah, they said that uh, the way to get the centerfold out so you could pin it up in your man cave back in the day was uh, to rip out the page from the middle. But when it was stapled, it would damage whatever was in the middle of the picture. So they started gluing it, which... I mean, I feel like there's got to be some other damage in a lot of other ways to the page of the, the centerfold. See, I went <laughs> I went that the people looking at the magazine were getting the damage. We're getting the damage? Uh-huh. Why? Because the staple going into a little wiener. <laughs> That's not how you do that, Stacey. Playboy never had wieners. The boys who looked at them, though, did. What were they doing with the magazine? That's what I'm saying. Nobody did that with the magazine. You know what? Go ahead. Go continue. Move on. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1957, three B-52s leave California for the first non-stop flight around the world. Taking off from California, three nuclear B-52 jet bombers begin their non-stop flight around the world. The three planes are averaging over 500 miles an hour in a non-stop time of 45 hours and 19 minutes. A world record. Just to be clear... Not the band. <laughs> no, the whole band. <laughs> there, well, there are three in the B-52. And I'm sure they did a world tour, but that is not what that means. Got it. On this day in 1945, Adolf Hitler merves into his Furherbrunker. His what? Into his Furherbrunker. <laughs> On this day in 1945, Adolf Hitler moves into his Furherbunker. Now, here's... <laughs> Dude. Furherbunker. Nice code name. 
He's the Fuhrer, yeah. and he's in this bunker. Yeah, that's good. So what, really? Yeah. Like, give it some other name, like Fuzzy Bunny or something. It's like, where is, they get attacked. It's like, where is your Fuhrer? This map says there's a Fuhrer bunker. <laughs> I'm guessing he's in that. No, he's not in the Fuhrer bunker. Let's try that one. <laughs> oh, on this day in 1939, the comic strip Superman debuts. Yeah. Y'all ever read comics or comic books? No. Mm-mm. Deer Hunter made a comic book. I want Superman to save me if my building ever burns. Oh, yeah. 30th floor. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? Go down 30 flights of stairs? Hell no. Come on, no. I'm literally going to open my window and be like, Superman! If you're real, please, please, save my cat. Save my cat, then me. On this day in 1936, the Screen Actors Guild is incorporated. Do you guys know what this is? The SAG Awards. Well, Not the awards. The actual place. Oh, the the oh. union so that actors get treated a lot better than they did back in the day because, my God, the uh, the studios owned you. Like, owned you. And they could loan you out to other studios. And you could be making three movies at the same time. Ew. People working over 24 hours, 48 hours, just getting literally getting pep pills to stay awake. But uh, being part of, being SAG, being part of the Screen Actors Guild, is for actors, it's like the the blue check mark on Instagram. Because oh. there's certain jobs that you can get only because, and they're the good ones. The good mm-hmm. jobs in TV and movies are Screen Actors Guild. And it's kind of hard to get in a little bit. You got to. Well, I would assume. Do something to get, you know, into it and then. But you have, it's a production that is SAG, but how do you get into it if you aren't already into it? It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Illuminati. Like the Illuminati or we're going to need you to have four years experience for this entry level job. It's one right. of those things. Right. On this day in 1868, the refrigerator car was patented by a fish dealer. Ew. He needed his fish to stay fresh. Gross. What about yesterday? 1868. How did they How did they keep their fish <laughs> fresh? No one ever gets the plague and dies every now and then back in the olden days. All right. So. A hundred years ago, Chris, we kind of hit on this yesterday. I'm surprised that prohibition is not all over the front page of the news. Mm-hmm. When I look at the Kansas City Star from a hundred years ago, it's not. It's a footnote. And so you said yesterday, maybe it wasn't that big of a deal back then. How would we know? You know, we've the only way that we know, I don't think nobody's really alive anymore that was there for that time. And Probably, if they are alive, they weren't old enough Mm -hmm. to tell us about what was going on when Prohibition started. So, with how little it is covered in the news, I'm wondering if we know it as this big thing that happened. There's a Ken Burns documentary. Mm -hmm. Maybe it really wasn't that big of a deal to them. Yet. 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 It's day one of not being able to drink alcohol. But that starts at midnight. What do you do, though, when you got a giant supply of alcohol and Prohibition starts at midnight? Party. Well, that's what I would have done. Just right? drink all of it and just... I mean, until, until it's illegal. Well, 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City Star, the headline reads, Toss beer to the fishes. What? The wriggling fishes of the Missouri River were given a treat shortly before noon today when police dropped cases of beer, partially filled bottles of whiskey and gin from the Armour Swift Burlington Bridge. 
after all the liquor was consigned to the waters, oh, sorry, as they were, uh, as the police officers were consigning the liquor to the waters, the police t- also tossed in several broken revolvers, explosives, and narcotics. Well, sure. Yeah. So they're throwing in alcohol, they're throwing in booze, and then they're like, oh, we got all these broken guns, explosives, and narcotics. We're going to throw it in to the Missouri River. Um, the unloading was aided by numerous officers who drank eagerly from the beer bottles before tossing them off the bridge railings. And one man in a small boat gliding beneath the bridge attempted to rescue a case before it sank. There's always that one guy. <laughs> so, 100 years ago, Kansas City history, the police are on the uh, Armor Swift Burlington Bridge dropping all alcohol in. in. We can't even dump snow into the Missouri River. I anymore. know. That's why. They, and guns. They threw guns, explosives, and narcotics into the Missouri River. From Can you the imagine, bridge. like, about 100 miles down the river, someone seeing all of that? Like, what is going on in Kansas City? Do you think it sinks? Or do you think that, I mean, it's, there's a lot of current. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it Like, knows. maybe right underneath the bridge are all these vintage alcohol Bottles and old guns well, and they're, they're stuff. they're saying cases. Oh. Are you saying there's drugs in the river? I'm saying that probably washed ashore <laughs> or something. But maybe there's all these cases of liquor down there. We can need to get a hold of the Steamboat Arabia peeps. Or let's just go down there. Maybe not Scuba today. dive in the Missouri. I'm the swimmer out of all of us. <laughs> yeah, and I would true. not attempt that. Just get like one of those little snorkels. Yeah. The, you go first, Stace. Okay. <laughs> That'll be the end of her trying to do Stacey Moody and friends. <laughs> All right, Chris, unofficial holidays. Tell us what's up. This is probably my most favorite unofficial holiday of anything in the world. It is absolutely nothing day. Today oh. I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to lay in my bed. Okay, That's what I'm going to do. Buzz fam, that was Chris that played Bruno Mars. <laughs> On the buzz? Not me. It just fits so well I with the unofficial that, holiday. I say that too, but I'm sure Buzz family's listening. Who got my bird on March? Okay. On the buzz, Jordan. You can write me at P.O. Box 7000 Square Broad. <laughs> it is also International Hot and Spicy Food Day. That's spicy meatball. It's good because while you're eating your spicy and hot food, doing nothing at home, you can, you know, you can explode in your bathroom. Because you'll be home. Because you'll be home. Doing nothing, eating the spicy food, leaving the spicy. Put the oh, on. Uh, it's also appreciate a dragon day. Oh, that's nice. So my high school principal? Eh. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Chris is working on the news that he will give us coming up at 7 o'clock. And right now, Stacy, you had an issue yesterday at a restaurant? Yeah. Over-talkative and over-friendly servers. Mm-hmm. Had a, lady, or had a server last night, kept coming to our table, and just was way too talkative. Well, I mean, that's her job, Stace. No, no, no. Her job was not to... Come over every bite we took. How's it going, babe? Stace. How's it taste, love? Was uh, <laughs> was it Would really you like every a, bite? I, you took a you took a drink of water. Would you like some more, hon? Okay, sounds like you had a problem. 
possibly with the, at least the words that this server was using. Also true. Okay. Also true. But, I mean, be realistic with us. How often did they really come back? It was, I, I, I don't even think it was five minutes between each time, really. Was it a busy restaurant? No. Okay. It was but, hard. But it wasn't slow. I mean, it was pretty normal. It was dinner time, and it was, I mean, she had tables, and it, it was not warranted. It was not warranted. Well, there's the exact opposite of that. When you order ranch for your chicken tenders, and they're like, yeah, be right back. And then you just sit there and sit there and watch them running around. And you're like, no, what about my ranch? I'll go get it. Funny you should mention that because we I, we asked for a side, you know, a little, a little sass. Uh, did not get it till like three times she of her coming back. Really? Okay. Can, hmm. Hi. Oh, can I can I get you anything? Yeah. How about that sauce I asked for? <gasps> I got you, girl. Okay, great. Can you go get it? Oh my God! I didn't say that to her. Wow. But my God. I mean, maybe she cares about your dining experience. It is very hard to find you know people what I these would days love? that care. You know what I would have loved of my dining experience? My sauce when I asked for it. Okay. Well, that is a problem. That's a whole different problem. I mean, have. Have you ever ordered something and something complex? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have now with, oh, with yeah. your new. It's, it's obnoxious. Right. And servers stand there and they just put it in their brain. You're like, she how did you do that? She wrote it down. Okay. She wrote it down. That but, was... and then they, we, you know, she brought us a food and then we asked for the sauce. Okay. But there is a line between, there's a difference between being friendly and being, you know, up on your table and being annoying. <sighs> I've been a server. I know I know the tactic of really paying attention to your table and making sure that they're doing well and trying to get a tip. But I also know that you can't go over there constantly. You doing all right, babe? What can I get you, <sighs> sweetie? You know what? If you were at home and having dinner with your mom, wouldn't she be the exact same way? No, she'd be like, get up and get it yourself. Oh, a little look into Stacey Moody's life. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Chris has got his little newsboy cap on. Boom. Tell us what's going on. All right, you know Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things? One of the little kids in Stranger Things? Yes. Okay. All right, he's in a new band called the Aubreys. And they say it's about a kid who retreats to his bedroom a lot to dispense his grief and confusion into music. So I thought it'd be appropriate to try it out for the buzz. I actually don't hate it. So I can't feel my stomach. I All right, Stacey Moody slash Simon Cowell. Thoughts? <laughs> I don't hate it. I kind of like it. Yeah. See? Dig it's it. little Not kid. bad. And then he's making all this music from all the feelings that you have when you're whatever age. You yeah. go to your bedroom and you're just like trying to figure out damn puberty. <laughs> puberty makes some of the best music. All right. What else is going on? All right. The Bond Bridge. That's uh, our governor, Mike Parsons, vowed in his state speech to give us a little moolah to uh, rebuild the bridge. We tried to build it a few years back, but we came short of funds. So now... We might have the funds from our state government to build the bridge, which means we might get a new bond bridge within like a decade. Right. That's 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 underestimating it. These right. kinds of projects, like 
will be completed 2064. <laughs> Especially a bridge. That seems like a lot of hard work. Especially the one downtown. It's going to be a massive mess when they try to fix uh, that thing. Oh, man. That's where I live, damn it. <laughs> All right. What else is going on? Uh, Prairie Village is considering banning those plastic bags that you get from the stores at grocery stores mm-hmm. all over. They want to charge 10, 10 cents, cents per bag, and they feel they this is their way to be more environmentally conscious. I have followed this every place that I live, right? When I lived in Seattle, they did this. It was one of the first places that did it. That's why I knew how much it cost. Uh, and then I moved to Atlanta, then they did it. Then I moved to Los Angeles, then they did it. Now I moved here and they did it. Mm-hmm. Can you stop? <laughs> yeah, there's, for real. There's an issue with that. Uh, in California, like you said, they limited the plastic bags. They have started to see people throw away the reusable bags. They've been filling up the landfills. So I don't think it's a plastic bag issue. It's a people issue. People Are just don't want to be charged for something that's like comes free or should come free. You don't think so? What I you, have no problem. I, I don't like them banning plastic bags, but I have no problem with stores charging 10 cents for them. Well, no, here's the thing. When, uh, so you've never had this experience before. You've never been somewhere where they charge, where they ask you, they've got your pile of groceries, right? Right mm-hmm. next to you. And they're like, do you need a bag? You didn't bring your own bag. And so you say, yes, I do need a bag. Have you ever had that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They make you feel like you asked for a pint of blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Like, they look at you like when they ask you, would you like to donate a dollar to starving children? And you're like, no. And they give you that look like, hmm, okay. It's the same look. It's same like, look. I'm sorry. You're not going to carry all 45 of these items out in your hands. You're going to damage the environment. I just say, put it on my tab. <laughs> 10 cents, put it on my tab. I remember one time I threw a 20 down and I was like, Dad, just give me all your bags. Jordan Silver on the bus. So I do this thing when I start to get depressed, which involves, you know, seasonal depression with the way that it's cold outside and blah, blah, blah. I start to watch old movies. Ooh. Like really old movies, like stuff from the 30s and 40s. What's your favorite go-to? Well, I don't... I realized last year that I've not watched a lot of these classic movies. Like, we all had to watch Citizen Kane in school, I think. But as of last year, I hadn't seen Gone with the Wind. I lived in Atlanta. I know. Stop making that face face. I've even seen that. I I recently watched... A Streetcar Named Desire. Okay. You seen that one with James Dean? I recently started it, but 10 minutes into it, I did change it. Oh, yeah, you've got it. You, the way that we have our brains set in this Twitter world, <laughs> you can't with the old movies. you got to oh. just be like, I'm going to watch this from beginning to end and not stop it. I mean, it's, a, it's about a woman that goes insane, and then um, the guy sexually uh, like uh, abuses her, and it's like, all these old movies that are known to be classic, they all have, like, these horrible premises. Gone with the Wind, not a good movie. No. Not good language in that movie. But it's still a classic movie. And so uh, yesterday, because I'm depressed, I watched Shirley Temple. I love Shirley Temple. Her little three-year-old ass. <laughs> Such a good actor. Little three-year-old ass. <laughs> She's so talented. She did like a 45-minute uh, tap dancing scene with this adult in this movie. I'm, this, how you can remember these things is crazy. But uh, I was watching a movie called Poor Little Rich Girl. Do you know that one? I don't. I don't know why, and I could be wrong, but every Shirley Temple movie that I've seen, she's always an orphan. She always loves her dad, and 
No idea where her mom is. Well, in this one, Shirley Temple gets lost. And uh, she just kind of, some family picks her up and, and puts her in their dancing troupe. As you do. Right. And, like, nobody's looking for her. This is before, she, this is while she's an orphan? Yes. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. She has a very rich father. She, like, walks, she gets, she leaves the house and then joins someone else's family. Simpler basically. times back then. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, again, it's like, I don't understand. <laughs> Every movie, Shirley Temple, she's typecast, I guess. Just no Amber Alert system no, back then? No. This was the 40s. Wow. The 30s. But there was this scene where she was singing to her dolls and... It just made me think that things were very different back then. Very. Because mm-hmm. she's alone. Poor little rich girl. That's the name of the movie. So she's a, she can't, she doesn't have any friends. I don't know why she doesn't have any friends. So she's singing to her dolls uh, this song. And the first line of this song goes, who am I going to be gay with? What? And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And then I remembered that. Gay means happy. Yeah, <laughs> at least back then, 1894, when this movie was shot. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Christopher, tell us what's going on. Well, not to make any of you feel any older, but the Foo Fighters have been together for 25 years. Mm -hmm. They just released a snippet of some new music. Tone. They know how to play that guitar. Jeez. Oh my lord. Wait, so new music? They are they say they are just getting started. So buckle up 2020. It's going to be an insane year with some crazy S. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I love, love the it. Foo Fighters. Oh god. And man, if anybody mm, it's gonna be a great album. It always is. Mm-hmm. If there's one band that you know is gonna drop a great album from oh, beginning yeah. to end, it's the Foo Fighters. Ah, oh, okay. All right. And also uh Kansas police recovered about 60 pounds of meth so if you need any to try sending more of that uh they caught maria riding dirty they pulled her pulled pulled her over for a lane violation she admitted in federal court that she was gonna pass this meth out so once again i can't believe that i have to remind you this but when you are breaking a law don't break the law when you're doing one, don't do the other. Yeah, exactly. Stay in stay in the slow lane if you've got 60 pounds of meth in your car. Right? I didn't think that had to be said, but once again... Maria doesn't listen. <laughs> All right, what else? Oh, uh, warning. Ticket scams are going to be rampant for the new Chiefs game coming up. Be very wary of, like, Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. The biggest red flag is a paper ticket or someone trying to send you a screenshot of the ticket from their phone. Got it. And if the price is too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Patrick Mahomes is a superstar. They're not giving away these tickets. One of the most important life lessons that I've ever learned is exactly that fact. If it's too good to be true, it is. It is. There's no such thing as that. So we don't have paper tickets. Everything is mobile. That makes sense. Uh, I just feel like people are going to get skimmed because they're so excited about this. There's going to be stories of it afterwards. Oh, yeah. Look at your stuff. And uh, go Chiefs. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Are either of you getting a deja vu feeling right now? A little bit. No. Okay. This is what it's like exactly a week ago. Weather was like this and then boom. Oh, a horrible yeah. storm. God. Why does Mother Nature always have to pick the weekends? She's a bitch. 
Chiefs weekends. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chiefs will play through anything. I mean, yeah. And Chiefs fans will go Very no true. matter what. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the weather, Chris? So it's currently freezing outside. It is 12 degrees at mm. the Kansas City Airport. And we are in a winter storm advisory starting at midnight tonight. Mm. We could get like two inches of snow before the rush hour and a little bit of ice before the rush hour. So tomorrow's rush hour is going to be horrible, and it goes until, like, all weekend. It's going to be a kitchen sink of weather for the next 36 hours. I have a friend that works uh, in the – she's in the school. She works in schools in Platte County, and um, they always get off there. They always – if it's the idea of even a little bit of snow is going to fall, they they already call off school. I was like, wow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you get such a long weekend. It's going to be crazy. We're in the wrong business. I know, especially because it's going to start early enough for us to still have to come to work. Yeah, that's going to suck for you guys in the morning. My little mini Cooper. I made it all last year. That's true. You didn't miss one day last year that Mm -mm. I can think of. Nope, I did not. 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 I'm proud of you. Thank you. I did that specifically because everyone thought that I wasn't. They were like, this little Mm. bitch from California. She's not going to be able to make (laughs) it here in the Midwest winter. We'll throw the worst Midwest winter at her in 500 years. And I made it in my little two-wheel drive, whatever one is the worst one, front or, or wheel or uh, rear. Whatever one that one is, is the one that my car has. And I made it sideways, sideways down 35. But it doesn't matter. Made it. Still made it. You were you were talented enough to Tokyo drift on ice onto your exit and make it here. Yes, I was. You know, it is freezing. And normally I love this weather. Love it. Yeah. I absolutely hate summer. So winter, I'm like, bring it on, dude. Yeah, you keep it like 60 degrees in your apartment at all times. That's not even an exaggeration. It's 60 degrees. Well, now that my apartment's really drafty, so it's about 55. Chris, what do you usually keep your house at? It is set at 68 degrees. Mm. It's a little chilly. 76. (laughs) What? Are we in a senior home? Yes. My cat. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Jerry's pretty pissed. Yeah. My Does cat- the heat rise in your building? Not really. You would think being on the very on one of the top floors, yeah. it uh it would, but no. I've sometimes left it like down a little too much and it just doesn't no. No. It gets freezing up in there. It's an old building. It's very drafty. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, well, Stace. Yeah, so this winter is a little different than the last few. Um it's cold. And I'm noticing that a lot more. There's no difference. Since I've, not in the weather, but, but for me, um, I've, I've come to realize that losing a chunk of weight, the winter wind hits you a little bit differently. Oh, your nerves are more sensitive to the skin brisk. I'm used to, I'm used to. The- We're just going to glow. We're going <laughs> to just drive right past that. Let that happen. That's like a car accident on the side of the road and just like, whatever. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't have the ex- excess blubber that I had to keep me warm. I'm, I'm because of your I fitness. Wanna, yeah, thing, because of my wellness vagabondage. Yeah, I'm freezing now. Okay, um, I am so proud of you. Yeah, for everything that you've done. But if you're looking for, if you're fishing for a compliment here, I, and I'm not. Okay. I, I, you know how much I hate compliments. <laughs> I'm just stating that if I had. You know, I, I kind of miss it. I wish I just had it, like, to grab yeah, when I need it. They call that a coat, Stace. Just get a coat. What? <laughs> Are you serious? What's a coat? 
You have not needed a coat in so long because of the extra heat that your body. This is to- this is basically like this is a Costco jacket. This is basically what gets me through. Would have gotten me through the winter. Wow. Maybe put a scarf on and a hat, but that's pretty much it. Wow. Welcome to the world of it gets actually very cold. Why do you think people have all these crazy jackets? Okay. I'm fine with being freezing. I'll deal with it. Only if that means I'm not going to be as a th- like t- as miserable in the summer. Oh yeah, that works too. It works both ways. It's better. Yeah, because if you drop your blanket of blubber, you're gonna be colder in the winter, and you're gonna be warmer in the summer. Stacy, how does it feel? <laughs> how does it feel to have your friend, your very good friend, call what was hanging off of your body a blanket of blubber? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you're not wrong. Jordan Silver on the bus. I feel like this is right up your power alley, Chris. We'll see. The Mandela effect. This is a thing where you remember something incorrectly. Never. Well, <laughs> as far as human beings, you think you know something, but you're absolutely wrong. And this is in advertising. This is in famous movies. You think you remember a certain way that something went but you're wrong. You're mm-hmm. wrong. And so people will say that this is that someone has gone back in time and changed things over the fact that they will admit that they are wrong when it comes to a list of things that uh, people feel are part of the Mandela effect. It was okay. Named after uh, Mandela because apparently people think that he died in the 80s, but he really died in 2013. So they remember him dying a long time ago, but in reality, he shows back up. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's yeah. out here. Hey, man, I'm still alive. Yeah, up okay. until 2013. <laughs> well, yeah. And then, um, but I've got a list of the Mandela effect things, and I want to see you, Chris, and Stacy, how you remember these things and see if you're right or wrong. Ooh, this should be interesting. Yeah, coming up right after this. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. We put so much stuff into our brains every single day. We process so much information. Way more than back in the day, shoot, you like for entertainment, read a book. Right. You know? Yeah. So it kind of makes sense why our brains are stuffed with these things and then sometimes dumps memories or changes them. So there are a few different theories as to why we remember things incorrectly, but basically... When we initially see or read something, we have a focal point and just a few details Mm -hmm. instead of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. So something's happening in a room. You only see a little bit of that. And then when we try to access that memory, those little details that we focused on, and we still lose a little bit of detail. This happens a lot. You know how people say eyewitness accounts are the least reliable yes mm-hmm. yep. because you see something totally different than what somebody else is seeing and then you still can't really remember all of that and it also has a lot of lot to do with influence so if i asked you what mm-hmm. shade of green was the purse you immediately think that purse was green even though it may have been red right because of the way that you've formed the sentence right ha huh. dr stacy moody Doctor of Psychology, Stacy Moody. You're welcome. Wow. You're welcome. Thank you for that. We're talking about the Mandela effect. It's basically you remembering something incorrectly. And I think that this happens also because of when you say influence TV. You know, if someone gets it wrong somewhere down the line and then we all start saying it, 
mm-hmm. then it becomes a problem. But I've got a list of some Mandela effect things, and I wanted to see what you, Chris and Stacy, think is the correct one. When we come to the Mandela effect. First one is from the movie Forrest Gump. You both have seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. The famous line in that movie is it life is like a box of chocolates or life was like a box of chocolates? I say is. Life is. Life was. Life is a box. All right. My mom always said life was like a oh box my of what? chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Well, well, that just doesn't make sense. Right? And people get so upset about this. They say that someone went back in time and changed it rather than being like, I was wrong. I didn't remember that right. All right. The Mona Lisa. We've all seen pictures of it. Picture it in your mind right now. Is she smiling or not? No. It's a teeny tiny smirk, isn't it? Just barely a smile? It is. Apparently, it's very, very uh, popular for people to think that she's smiling in that thing. But no, she's got she's got something else going on. Star Wars. Oh, God. Does Darth Vader say, Luke, I am your father? Or, I am your father? Luke, I am your father. I, I'm, I'm going to go, I am your father. He does not say Luke. He does not say Luke. What? Somebody went back and changed that. Sure, sure they did. <laughs> or somebody said it wrong, and then we all kind of copied it. Mr. Rogers, the television show, does he say in the opening theme, it's a beautiful day in the na- in, sorry, is it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood or it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood in this neighborhood. I'm going to say the. the. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. This. I'm, I'm wrong again. It's this. Done yes. This I'm doubting my whole existence. <laughs> you know the character that can prevent forest fires? Yeah, uh, Smokey the Bear. Sorry. Yeah? Smokey yeah. the Bear, Smokey right? the Bear? It's actually just Smokey Bear. It's not the. <gasps> Smokey <gasps> Bear. Whatever. Stace, this will be a good one for you. Is it cheese it or cheese it? I say Cheez-Its, but I think it is Cheez-It. Of course, she gets the one that's right with food. Yes. <laughs> Gross. That's all you had to do. Give you a food one. Uh, all right. Think about the game Monopoly. Oh, crap. Okay. You know, the rich guy. Yes. I don't even know if he has a name or not. but Mr. Monopoly. Mr. Monopoly. Does he have a monocle, which is one of those little eyeglass things that only go in one eye or not? No. I'm going to say, say no because the peanut man has the monocle and the Monopoly man doesn't. Correct. Oh. Yeah. What did I say? You were you, wrong. You, oh, okay. No, she was right. Was she? Yeah. Mm, we got to give her that. Thank okay. you. She's at like two of 13 right now. <laughs> Who played the genie in the 90s movie Shazam? Sinbad, Shaquille O'Neal, Will Smith, or none of the above? Sinbad? I know this because I love this movie. Shaquille O'Neal. Wrong. What? Both of you are wrong. What? Both of you what? Are wrong. This one's kind of messed up because the movie was not called Shazam. It was called Kazam. Mm. That's a trick one. I think so. For well, sure. I mean, still, we, we're still thinking of the same. Doesn't matter. I Shaqu- asked you. I asked you a question, Stacey <laughs> Moody, and that was who played a genie in the 90s movie Shazam. But it further proves the point of the Mandela effect. It really does. Like big time. All right. Picture Curious George in your head. Done. Okay. Does he have a tail or not? Yes. 
No. What? He does not have a tail. No, no tail on the monkey. Tails? No tail on the monkey. Uh-uh. These no. are the two most famous of the Mandela effects. That's what we're talking about right now. The TV show's real name. Was it Sex and the City or Sex in the City? And. Sex in the City, Sex and the City. I feel like it's Sex in the City, isn't it? Sex and. What? Sex and the City. No. Yep. And they had Sex in the City, though. Well, <laughs> did you watch that Sex show? and, because no. it's about New York and sex. Sex <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Whoa. that makes sense. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's right. weird having Stacy dropping knowledge. I know. Did you hear her at the beginning of this? I, I want to make that my ringtone with her explaining why we remember things so differently. And we're talking about the Mandela effect right now. I got two more for you. Bernstein bears or, or Bernstein bears. Bernstein it's, it's or the Bernstein? EI ones. The Bernstein bears. Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to go with Ain. Nope. It's Bernstein. Yeah. Bernstein bears. I know, I know. That sound right. And the last one that we're going to do for, I know, right? The last <laughs> one we're going to do for the Mandela Effect. In the song, We Are the Champions by Queen. How does it end? Does it end with him going, we are the champions of the world? Or does he just end it with, we are the champions? Of the world. Mandela effect in full effect here. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. All right. Well, we're about to hand it over to Jeremy, uh, who's stepping in very, very soon. And I'm, I, I cannot believe what happened mm. at 730. That little curveball happened. I mean, really? Really? It's been a good day. Stacy won Forgotten Bangers. I did. Stacy won for... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I... It has been uh. so long since I've worn this crown. Like, I don't really... Re- I, it's got months mm-hmm. since it's I've slimming. won. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Even the Buzz family were texting in, I can't believe I'm about to text <laughs> this, but Stacy wins Forgotten Bangers. I mean, I get it. I am dynamite. That song is, that song is a big banger. So Chris and I both lose fingers today. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Awesome. Yeah. We haven't done that yet. I wanted to make sure <laughs> that we had some time for that. Um, on the podcast today, Stacy attempts stand-up. Mm-hmm. Remember we did that a long time ago? Oh, that was so long ago. Then we debated over-talkative staff at restaurants. Just the worst. I had something to say about Shirley Temple movies. <laughs> and the Mandela Effect, of course, is what we just did, which is very, very interesting. Stacy, you sound like a doctor. I am. With, with the crown brings much responsibility yeah yeah may i hope your mom prints out exactly what you said and stuck it to the wall because it sticks it to the wall because it is just very impressive the way you explained what the mandela effect is and why we forget why we remember things so differently yeah she's gonna um have a muralist come and paint it on one of the walls downtown wow and have my name my little signature at the bottom seems appropriate folks can take pictures by it (laughs) um so something just came along the wire Uh, I want to share with you, and I'm trying not to freak out. I'm trying to remain cool right now. Uh, So because I'm, you know, bragging about being awesome, I put on my Instagram story that I am Dynamite voted best forgotten banger. Thank you, Buzz family, and you're welcome for good tunes. Right, and you have a 
restraining order against you. I do. I do. Yeah, they do. Um, it's it's loose, loosely um, enforced, but it's very much in, in there. But what happened there for everyone that's listening now? I don't. Uh, okay. I really liked this band. I still do. They, I, I became a little obsessed, which I know is very out of character for me. You yeah. guys can't mm-hmm. understand that at all. But I kind of social media them way too much. And what their breaking point was, I don't know how I found it. They did like an interview or something. And I screenshot one of, they're both named Chris, but the singer Chris is the most adorable person on the planet. And so I screenshot where he's smiling and posted it on my Instagram and said, ha, that, that smile though, or something. <laughs> and he go and he commented oh. and goes, this is weird. Oh God. <laughs> Stacey. And that's the band that you picked for forgotten bangers. <laughs> yeah. Today. So much to my surprise, they uh, responded to my story. Oh God. Is it that you can't delete this? Please stop saying our name. I don't know if they can legally talk to me, um, but they said, hashtag never forget. <gasps> did they call you out? Did I this man <laughs> call you out for being obsessed with them? I think that they did. <laughs> did you violate some kind of law? Oh, I'm, they're, my, the police are definitely looking for me right now. Bands meet so many people in their, when they're touring around the country. The fact that they remember that, they remember you. Damn, Stace. So I won't be back next week. Somebody please bail me out of Well, jail. no, not only do you have the forgotten banger crown, but you can take this creepy one that I wear all the time because I'm the creeper. Oh, my God. And you can wear that because that is yours now. That is an honor. Like, you are very creepy. Oh, dual crowns. Yes. Oh, no. Ooh. No. All hail, queen. I expect you Ooh. all to bow down to me every time you see me. I can't get that sentence out. <laughs> but she earned it. Ugh. All. <laughs> 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 All hail Queen Stacy Moody. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Stacy Moody on Jordan Silver and Friends. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.